Welcome back. Schoolboy antics. Man, I tell you what, I think my memory is uh, is fuller of some ornery things uh, you know, I did growing up than I'd probably like to remember. <laughs> Maybe some things I've purposely forgot. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we all had a lot of fun back then. And, and I know you guys did too. And uh, growing up and, and, you know, now listen, we're, we're talking, uh, you know, mid seventies uh, here now, maybe a little bit later, not much. And but let me begin back in Panama. It was at Howard Air Force Base in Panama down the canal zone. And uh, I don't know, I was probably in the the sixth grade, fifth fifth grade, I think, as, as a matter of fact. And school bus was out there one morning and uh, walked around the back of the bus, just crossing the street to get get over there. And there was a little pebble in the road. I picked it up as I walked by. Well, anyway, the t- <laughs> there stood this tailpipe on that bus, right? It just comes straight out the back. And uh, I, I went to toss that pebble in that tailpipe just to see if I could make it. No harm intended as I was walking by. One fluid motion, if you will. Well, right there behind the bus was a, a military police, a air police is what they called them back then in the Air Force. Oh, man, this guy, he done acted like he has caught Bonnie and Clyde. He hops out of that car. Hey, you get over here. Well, you know, at that age back then, um, even young adults, you know, you, you see them as they're, they're still nonetheless full grown adults. So, and um, their judgment in your mind anyway, is just as solid as a rock. He made a big deal out of it. Get in the car, you know, put me in the front seat and away we go. He says, I'm going to take you to school. I'm thinking, to myself, you know, or what in the world for? And anyway, we pull up there and get out of the car and the teacher, the back part of the school was, in, was uh, there was no interior hallways. It was just uh, exterior hallways, but they were all in the back of the, the building. I think it was a three-story building and uh, the, my class was on the second story. Teacher looked down, see me get that car. I'll never forget it. She just shook her head and went in and you know, when you're in the military, your, your dad uh, is held directly responsible for the behavior of his family members. And you, you just knew that. You grew up knowing that. And the trouble you were going to get in at school was nothing compared to at least the chewing out you were going to get if they called your dad. Of course, they're going to call dad. That's just what they did back then. And uh, I didn't get in trouble so much for tossing the rock or trying to anyway on the tailpipe of that bus so much as I got in trouble for it drawing attention onto dad. Now, his superiors, you know, I don't think they said anything. It wasn't nothing like that. But but you still just didn't cross that line, right? So, you know, looking back over the years and, and remembering that, you know, a lot of those military police that, that are on patrol and driving around, those are brand new uh, service members. You know, most of those guys have little to no rank. Uh, you know, many of them are just not long out of basic training and, uh, you know, the sergeants and, and, and things like that. They, I'm not saying they're not on patrol, but, but not by and large. So this was just a young guy eager, I think, to put a notch on his belt, <laughs> even if it was just a schoolboy trying to throw a pebble up the tailpipe of a bus. Anyway, fast forward, we're in Oklahoma. You know, we've been, re- uh, dad's been retired out of service for a little bit. And uh, probably uh, a weekend night, uh, me and a couple of my friends was with one of our buddies. Now, you know, like I said, we never really did anything that was terribly bad. I mean, it wasn't like we was going to go to jail. Well, maybe this night we <laughs> probably would have gotten in trouble. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, this guy was with, he had, of course, we all tried to have fast cars, but this guy, uh, his car was pretty quick. You know, it was a, it was a Ford uh, Grand Torino, as a matter of fact, had that big Cobra jet engine in it and uh, loud. So he, he drew this attention on himself was going out of town. You, you got to remember, that's just a Main Street town. There's not much there and going too fast. And here comes that city cop. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, bless her heart. The, the, the police force in that little old town back then uh, was just abbreviated at best. Uh, you know, there was, you know, four or five officers, but they, they just really had to gather up all their resources to even form a police force. But nonetheless, they did. He flips on the red lights, comes after us. Well, my buddy says, well, you know what? We're going to outrun this cop. I thought, oh, my Lord. Well, he here we go, you know. Well, in the meantime, another one of our buddies is in another car following us. So we're heading east down Main Street. The highway divides, and one of them continues to be uh, the state highway. And uh, the other one to the right is the old state highway. And they just run parallel to each other for, you know, a few miles. Here we go, 90 to nothing down there. And the cops are coming. And we're just, you know, stop his car, let us out, you know. Well, we outrun him. Well, he knows who we are. I mean, we all live in this little, little small town. It's not like he's not going to get us the next time we come to town. <laughs> anyway, I, hey, listen, I don't know if you remember that one episode where we fell asleep in the road and, and we, we walked all the way to town and that off-duty police officer was in there. And well, This is the same guy, Vince. And uh, he catches our other buddy that took the low road there. And uh, none of us got a ticket. None of us got in trouble. Just, I think he just recognized a handful of ornery boys, you know, just trying to have a good time. You know, you do that nowadays, especially in a bigger town, man, you're going to, you might get shot, especially for not stopping. And uh, so I filed this away in the back of my mind, but I didn't, I didn't do away with it, mind you. So, you know, a pretty good handful of years later, I was already out of high school and some friends of ours, a couple were getting married and, and they were probably, oh, I don't know, 25 miles out of town this little community they were going to get married and there was th- three vehicles of us and the lead vehicle was the two that got married was in a silver Trans Am now you got to remember now we're fresh out we're f- we're still uh, basking in the limelight of smoking a bandit now so <laughs> here we are all three of us coming and we and there's a, a little town between where we were at and the, and the town we were going back to our town we come flying through that town we'll come to find out that little old one horse town cop there uh, had had us on radar he said at 105 mile an hour, we come through that town. Well, you got to remember, the, t- the it, it, it's a highway that runs through there. It wasn't like we were going through neighborhoods or nothing like that. It was just open road. But uh, he'd radioed ahead. Well, they're up there where we were going, there sits a state trooper. And uh, he pulls the whole lot of us over, you know. And uh, I'm second. I'm the second car. So he told the first car, you know, stop. He told me to stop. He told the last car, you know, everybody stop. You know, we're there. He said, wait. You know, so he, he was just going to go down to the next driveway or whatever and turn around. Well, here comes that card that I filed away. And here we go. I had me, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I had me and the girl I was dating at the time. I may have had my sister in the car. I'm not sure. We had a third person in the car. We take off. I'm a, I was driving my, my Ford pickup. Well, we cut out. And now this thing's not particularly fast. It's certainly not faster than the Oklahoma State Trooper car. Here we go. I'm hitting a dirt road, you know. I'm thinking, well, we go fast enough, he won't be able to keep up with us. Well, I guess that I guess those troopers they're not afraid of nothing. He just kept right on with us. 
The thing is, the water pump had been going out. You know how they kind of start leaking underneath that shaft when they start going out? Kind of let you know that, hey, something's up. Well, I'd been adding water to that thing for a month of Sundays already. We'd already traveled all that distance from that one town back to ours. And well, by now, I guess my truck was about out of water. So here we go, 90 to nothing down the dirt road. I looked down, the truck's starting to overheat on that temperature gauge. Well, it <laughs> it finally got so hot it just died. And I was, you know, honestly, I was kind of glad it did because I, I was i just didn't want to do that no more well now we we just kind of coast off to a i don't know there's a a, a corner there or something and got off the road <laughs> let me tell you right now don't think for a minute that state trooper wasn't mad because he was hot you know now you know i'm we're out of high school we're still we're still kids you know and uh he begins to chew in his out so we're all he gets us all out of the truck and we're just standing there lined up. I had brand new seat covers on my truck. Now, you know, looking back, I think he was just probably trying to prove a point more than he was looking for anything, but he went through the motions nonetheless, tore that seat cover off, just uh, just tore the old pickup apart, you know, there wasn't nothing in it. And uh, that little gal I was dating, she had a purse in her hand. He said, I want to I want to search that purse. And she said, no. And I, 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 I thought to myself, what did you just say? So I just reached over or leaned over and I said, you got something in your purse you don't want him to see? I was saying it under my breath, you know. He had one of the big uh, long flashlights, you know, he used to carry them big long mag lights. Now he's still mad. He reached across and hit me on the on my forearm with that flashlight. You get back up there, don't you be talking to her. You stand up over here, and mind your own business. She didn't have nothing in it. She just was going to, uh, you know, be rebellious uh, at my expense, I guess. Anyway, back then, you know, they didn't have computers in the car, and one, th- you know, th- it just wasn't like it is today. So. Back then, it wasn't uncommon if you got a, a bad enough ticket, you know, they would just keep your license for bond and your ticket would be your driver's license until you went to court. You know? Well, I just signed up for some kind of auto club. It wasn't AAA, but something like that, you know, where I worked. And I remembered it came with a bond card. I said, do you take this bond card? And he said, let me look. And he looked. By now, he's, he's, you know, he's kind of calm down. Yeah. So I give it to him. <laughs> Anyway, we kept out of going to jail that night or uh, losing our license anyway. we He could have took us to jail, I guess, for trying to elude. Well, we were attempting to elude. I guess that's just another story that, you know, some of these small towns are uh, just, I don't know, more favorable to live in, I guess, than the big ones. I don't know. Like I said, in a big city, uh, it, it, especially nowadays, would have ended a lot differently uh, than it did that night. But anyway, that's about the extent to my criminal career. And it all started... Uh, with um, trying to throw a rock up the tailpipe of a bus in Panama. There you have it. That's the long and the short of it. Hey, listen, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys later.